Hey, what's going on everybody? This is Marina here with Young Female Officer. This is a station that I am creating for those of us who are females and who are young or new into the law enforcement officer field. And I'm just here to give you a few um, tidbits of advice that I've learned so far in my new position as a pretrial services officer. And just to start off and giving you a little bit of background about myself, I recently began this position a little over two months ago as a pretrial services officer in California. And a lot of people don't really know what a pretrial services officer is. Whenever I try explaining it to my family or friends, they stare at me with a blank stare in their face. And the best way I can describe it is almost like a probation officer. They basically interview defendants before the first initial court hearing, and we don't interrogate them or talk about the offense at all. We basically just gather background information and conduct an assessment and provide information in a written or oral report from that interview to the judge um, before their court hearing and attend the court hearing in the event that the judge has any questions about the report. They may um, be able to ask us and we will be there to provide those answers to the judge. The types of questions that we ask are just, again, basic background informational questions such as where they've lived, uh, their employment history, prior criminal history, substance abuse history, um, if there's any will insurities that will be available to sign a bond, things like that. I'm not going to get too much into it, but it's basically gathering information of the defendant and providing that information to the judge so that the judge may make a decision whether the defendant would be placed in detention so that their trial can start or if the defendant will be released on the bond depending on Again, the factors that I mentioned before, their criminal history, uh, substance abuse, employment history, things like that, that will determine if the defendant is a risk to the community or if there is a risk of non-appearance to their first, uh, to their next court hearing. So if that hasn't confused you enough, um, it's basically that, and then there's that's the investigation aspect of it. The supervision aspect of it would be the defendants visiting me in the office, me conducting home visits, employment visits, things like that. So that aspect of it is more like a probation officer. So there's my background a little bit in a nutshell of what I'm currently doing. And the reason I wanted to start this channel is because being young, I'm, I just turned 26 a little over a week ago, and being a female, I feel in this field, those are already two slight disadvantages in a field that is mainly male dominant and these are people who have been working here for most of their lives it's a career that they have way ahead of uh, in their belt and I just feel intimidated to be honest so I wanted to start this station to encourage uh, women who are either considering going into law enforcement or women who are already in law enforcement and just tips to continue to excel in your work and um, there will be different topics that I'll be, con that I'll be going over every week 
uh, but this is again just my first one so bear with me and uh, it's just a little test run to see how everything goes again I will be doing different or covering different topics every week so for right now it was, it was just the introduction of who I am and I'm going to follow with a few challenges that I've already faced in my two months how I've mentally prepared myself uh, coping tips to deal with the stresses of the job and just again a few lessons that I've already learned in the time that I've been working here so stay tuned for more to come the first topic that I'm going to cover is how to mentally prepare yourself in this field and just accepting that you may be the only female in your department depending on which department you work for. The first topic I want to talk about is joining law enforcement. Right now is a great time to enter law enforcement. It doesn't matter which agency or department you're looking into. If you do have an interest in law enforcement, Right now is a great time to go ahead and pursue your career goals. There are currently many seasoned officers, I can almost guarantee it, within every department and agency that are reaching their mid-50s. They're more than likely going to retire within the next 10 years. For my department, for example, in pretrial services, there's a required mandatory retirement age of 57. If you think about it, 57 is still really young considering that other agencies or departments may allow their officers to retire until the age of 65. That being said, for me personally, I want to be already in the job, knowing my job inside and out, for when those opportunities arise, those promotional opportunities, when other officers are retiring, there's going to be a need to fill those positions. And in already mastering your job and your workload, those promotional opportunities are going to be more readily available to you. That being said as well is you definitely don't want to rush into law enforcement. There's something that I've always um, told myself, especially when I, this all started when I was going into college was, you know, if, if I leave from home and go to college three or four hours away, I can always come back, right? That, that was my comfort, knowing that I could go back. But if I didn't go, I could miss my opportunity of going to school, starting my freshman year, and skipping community college and those options that were there. So having that lesson really young at 17, I've carried that with me for the past nine years and knowing you know what, if I go for something and I don't like it, I can always change my career, change my, you know, just having a different decision. But if you don't go for it, you could really miss out on opportunity. But again, I'm saying don't rush. Do your research, get your education, but don't wait too long. Most federal jobs have an age cutoff. I believe that for mine, it's Oof, I can't really remember. I want to say maybe 37 is the age cutoff that they allow their officers to apply for these jobs. So definitely do your research. 
learn what your your time frame might be and compare that with your goals and if it's realistic to where you want to be at a given age because it's not for everyone. Law enforcement isn't for everyone, but again, I wouldn't wait too long. Don't let the fear of the unknown keep you from pursuing your dreams because again, like I said, if it's not for you, you can always turn around go back to school and change your career options. And it's a lot better to do that at a young age because you'll have time on your side than to wait until you're 30, 40 years old to pursue a career, invest so much time in it, 10 years later realize it's not what you want to do. Well, by then you've already waited 10 years. In those 10 years, you could have been gaining experience at another job or going back to school. So again, just to recap, it's a great time to enter law enforcement, but do outweigh the pros and cons. Do your research, go to school, get your education, and don't wait too long. Hey everyone, the next topic that I will be covering next are some challenges that you may face as a female law enforcement officer. I very briefly talked about this in my welcome recording and I'm just going to go into it a little bit more in depth in being a woman in a male-dominated field. I would say this is something that you more than likely will encounter depending on what agency you work for or what department you're working for in law enforcement. It is a male-dominated field. Keep that in mind. I would say mentally prepare yourself and accept that you may be the only female in your department and that some old timers may think that women shouldn't be in the law enforcement field. You know, you have some people who are very old school and very set in their ways and you know, their their mindset isn't really adapting to the now modern culture of women being a little more independent and embarking on these types of careers that are more male dominant. Don't let that hold you back. Don't let that discourage you, even though some days it probably will, (laughs) but definitely mentally prepare yourself, you know, and just keep in mind that we all have different skills and backgrounds to contribute to the job. You know, what, what you may have gained in a previous experience and whether for me, for example, it was counseling and having that nurturing approach and building rapport with my clients, I'm bringing those skills to the table now and building that rapport with my defendants who are in my caseload and being able to more effectively manage my caseload and building those professional relationships, building that professional alliance with the defendants as opposed to someone who might have a different approach, right? Uh, we see a lot of officers who may, for example, not all, but some may have that more hard-on approach, um, more of that nail them and jail them thinking. And and that's okay too. You know, we, we do need a balance between that and the more nurturing and, and professional relationship building with the defendants or with the clients. Um, but it's really remembering that all those different skills and backgrounds really come together in an agency that help the department flourish and grow and be successful. 
be confident that you're suitable for the job. You know, I've had to tell myself already in the, these past two months and the training and the the growing pains that come with learning and, and learning a new job and, you know, just remembering what it feels like to be new. It's such a foreign feeling to be new all over again. And just being patient with myself and realizing, you know what, I am suitable for this job or else I wouldn't have made it this far. That alone, telling myself that, has carried me these past few months in those moments of desperation, in those moments where I feel, you know what, like everyone knows what they're doing, I'm so new, I keep asking questions and feeling uncomfortable and wanting to know it all at once. Just reminding myself that I am suitable for the job or else I wouldn't have made it this far, right? Believe in yourself, and that confidence will come through. And that confidence will show in your work as well. Very quickly, you also want to present yourself in a way that's respectful and still relatable when you're working with other officers. Really learn how to stand up for yourself in a respectful way. If someone's disrespectful to you, really gain their respect and show them that you're there to work. Do your job and do it well. And people will begin to know that you're serious about your job and that you are there to do your job well. You know, and, and really the older you get, the more confident you will become in yourself. I've already, again, my birthday was just about a week ago and, and just realizing some of the changes that I'm going through mentally and emotionally and just realizing, whoa, like I, I got this. You know, there's days where I start to doubt myself, but again, if you're confident in your work, it will show. So just hang in there and know that you're suitable for your job. The next and final topic I'll be covering today are coping tips to deal with the stresses of the job. As I mentioned in the previous segment, gaining the respect of your coworkers and other fellow officers will make your job a whole lot easier. Your time will be more enjoyable working in your agency or department. And how to get there, a very quick way, or sure way, to get there involves doing your job well and having integrity and work ethic. If you start to slack off, believe me, it doesn't matter how new or how long you've been working at any department or agency, your coworkers will begin to notice your slack. So have pride in your work and work ethically. I cannot stress that enough. If you have questions about anything, ask. It's better to ask than to make mistakes. And go there to work. If there's anything you can help around in the office, I'm not saying brown nose and, and kiss up to every coworker and supervisor, no. But if there is a need, if someone needs coverage for something or to cover a shift, for example, and you're available, it will go really far if you volunteer yourself. Just keep in mind, however, not to do it every single time because then people could take advantage of you. But, you know, given the situation, if you're available and there is a need and you're able to help, go ahead and volunteer before you're voluntold. The next thing I wanted to say as well is to be yourself. You don't have to change yourself to fit in with other people because next to someone who's slacking in their job, the next most obvious thing is when someone is trying too hard. 
And I don't know about you, but for me, when someone's trying too hard and they seem a little desperate for attention or they're a little desperate to make friends in the workplace, they seem a little phony, right? Even if their intentions are good, they might be coming off too strong too soon. So just be yourself. If you're loud and friendly and outgoing, it's okay to be that way. Tone it down a little bit until you you start to get a feel for everyone else's personality, but don't feel like you need to change yourself. Really embrace those parts of your life and mesh them to create a balance in creating the best version of yourself. Always have an open mind to learning. Just being coachable will go a very long way as well. Don't think, oh, well, at my last job, you know, we did things like this. Okay, well, you're not at your last job anymore. You're at a new agency. You're at a new department, unless you promoted within the same department. Um, but just have an open mind to how things are run. And once you get a little bit more comfortable, then again, you can bring skill sets to the table that you've learned from other jobs. But don't, don't be so close-minded into learning new things. Don't take things personal is the next thing I want to talk about. Really leave your ego at the door and realize that you're going to be working with different personalities. For me, I'm a happy, bubbly person at work and I smile at everyone I see, even complete strangers at the store. I always, I joke and I laugh about myself for doing this thing where I'll smile and I'll go, hmm, like I'll do a weird little noise afterwards. I don't know. It's just something that over the years I've developed and I had to realize that not everyone who I smile at will smile back. And I've learned not to take that personally. It doesn't mean that if they don't smile back. It doesn't mean that they don't like me or whatever have you. It's just that's the way they are. A lesson that my mom taught me a few years back at one of my first jobs was, I'm going to say it in Spanish and then I'll translate. She said, Marina, estás ahí para trabajar, no para hacer amistades. And for those of you who are not Spanish speakers, she's basically telling me, she, my mom was giving me advice. I was complaining about some coworkers, you know, not being very welcoming at one of my first jobs. And she basically told me, you're there to work, not to make friends. And I've carried that with me in my different jobs and remembering that I'm there to work, not to make friends. I don't need to be friends with everybody. I'm there to work. And if people like me, cool. If they don't, then that's fine. As long as we're both respectful, then that's all right too. So keep those things in mind, especially if you're new at your job or even if you've been there for a while. It's definitely a good lesson to have and to practice. Thank you.